guys, it's Deja, and you're listening to The Anastasia Project. Let's dive in to this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? I want to start this episode by saying, if you've wondered where I've been for the past couple of months, I was actually very seriously thinking about not continuing with the podcast. I have been in such a seriously dark place recently, and I had to take some time to do some self-reflection. But during that time, I had so many people reach out to me asking if I was going to start recording again. You guys were sending me so much love and support, and I've been filled with so much gratitude. And so, after a lot of thought, I decided to keep the Anastasia Project going. So thank you so much to all of you who sent me messages of love and support. I love you all so much and I'm beyond grateful for each and every one of you. So now that the Anastasia Project is back, let's dive in. Okay guys, I'm not really sure I know how to even start this episode. All I know is I'm really passionate about it. Many of you who messaged me during my hiatus asked me if I was planning to do an episode about the topics I've recently been so vocal about on my social media. It's been on my mind and heart, and after much deliberation, I decided I was going to go for it. I decided I'm just going to say it. It must be said. So, obviously, the title of the podcast says COVID, child trafficking, and other hot topics. But where this is coming from, and the reason I'm putting this episode up, is because I've really been watching and researching. I've been observing with this fascination of what has been going on in 2020 so far, and I feel called right now to use my voice and to share my message, my own personal perspective, on the madness that we've created around every single topic right now. You know what I'm talking about like COVID-19, child trafficking, elite pedophilia, BLM, the upcoming election, and everything in between. So over the last couple of months, I received messages, some good and some hateful, about standing up for the issues I personally feel so strongly about and believe in, and about speaking up too much about this issue or not caring enough about that issue and what... quote unquote horrible selfish immature person I am about talking about XYZ issue and then supposedly not caring about human life because I'm not promoting that issue and I've honestly come to the point where I've just had enough and this podcast needs to be put up because I know I'm not the only one who's going through this I know there are lessons I have learned through all this, and I know there are lessons within this that may help you in some way too. So to give you some context, let's back up for a second because I wanna share the timeline of 2020 and how crazy it's been so far. And as I read this, I'm curious to know if you're noticing the same trend because I'm noticing and why I feel called to record this podcast is because I've been noticing. So let's go back to March. 
First, we started talking about COVID, right? This dangerous virus from China sprouts in the United States and we all begin to protect ourselves and protect others. And we all thought, honest to God, we all thought that everyone was going to die, right? And then some time passed and then what I call the shame game began. I started to see others shame people who were not on the same narrative. You know, if you're not wearing a mask, if you're not staying home, if you're not social distancing, then you're a bad person and we need to tell you and we need to call you out. And then what ended up happening, and I openly speak about this with my other conspiracy theory people, that's actually another episode in the works. But I started to openly speak about and I started questioning things and started doing my own research and not listening to mainstream media and what everyone else is saying. You know, we started to question whether or not COVID is real. And then I started seeing shaming for not questioning the narrative and not diving into the rabbit hole of what COVID is, covering up in terms of other issues. And anyone who's not questioning the narrative of COVID is all of a sudden a bad person. So people started looking into this, like, is COVID made up? Is COVID being faked? Is this even a dangerous virus at all? What happened to the flu all of a sudden, right? Did we magically cure it with COVID? No one's talking about the flu or pneumonia anymore. And uh, who the fuck does Bill Gates think he is, right? A computer programmer has all of a sudden become our medical expert. Things like, hell no, I'm not getting that stupid vaccine, and what's, uh, what's really in that vaccine, and so on, and so on, and so on. And so we all go into the same spiral around the very opposite of what the shame spiral was in March. And then the murder of George Floyd. And we all got on board with the fact that we should have, that should have never happened, right? It was horrible. The black community deserves better. We must be more vocal and adamant about hold, upholding and promoting black equal rights. And then guess what? The shame game begins again. We started to shame one another about not talking about the BLM movement in a way that meets societal expectations, right? The expectations of we need to do this this way and at this time. And if you don't do it this way or at this time, then we'll cancel you, right? And then after some time passed, again, like a couple of weeks, like I think it only took a couple of weeks, right? People forgot the narrative of what we banded together about and we started to, well, more stuff, people started to question the narrative behind that movement. Not the belief that all people deserve equal rights, but the nature of the organization itself, BLM. What is the organization really about? Is it this? Is it that? Is it covering up Hillary Clinton's court date that fell on the same week as the BLM protest? Then the shame game began again. If you don't question that narrative, now you're a bad person again. You're actually against black rights. You don't know what you're supporting and how dare you for donating to BLM when there's this issue. Do you guys notice the fucking trend right now? And then it doesn't stop there because now we're in the midst of a new issue. And I actually feel kind of funny even calling it a new issue because none of these issues are new. These issues are so old. They're like ancient issues that we've actually been dealing with for so long. And now they're coming to light and we're figuring out how to deal with them, how to heal this darkness. 
This darkness has always been there, you guys. We're just, no one knows the right answer. No one knows how to heal it. No one knows what they're doing. We're all figuring it out. Do you see the trend behind the shame game, though? Because every time something new comes up, there's a new shame game. And then comes the Wayfair scandal. Have you all seen that one? And then what ends up happening is it inspires people to look into the horrors of human trafficking, child trafficking, child sacrificing, and elite pedophilia rings. And then that becomes a new topic. And that topic is like literally, it's literally thousands of years old. A topic that's been talked about actually for a very long time. I've personally been doing a ton of research and totally support the anti-movement and all of a sudden, and this is a new thing, if you're not talking about it, you're officially a horrible person. Your silence is apparently deafening. So let me tag my fucking friend who's a horrible person because they haven't posted about it yet because they're talking about another issue. Like they're talking about COVID right now or they're questioning the COVID narrative or they're talking about BLM, right? Or doing their part with activism related to that. But they're not talking about this issue and I want to talk about this issue. And if you're not talking about this issue, I'm going to shame you for not talking about it. Guys, what the actual fuck is going on? What has happened to us? The reason I'm so passionate about this topic is because of the very nature of social media. And I really do think a lot of it is rooted in social media. And we have to remind ourselves of this, okay? For both people who have platforms and large followings, and also for those who don't, it doesn't fucking matter. It's the exact same thing. Whether you have an audience or not, like even an audience of two is still an audience. So whether you have a, an audience or not, social media is only 0.0000000000, like an infinite amount of zeros, 1% of the entire picture of an individual. You can never actually know what the individual is going through. You can never actually know what they truly stand for or what actions they take in the other 23.5 hours they're not on social media. And yet we've created a war with each other based on very little evidence, on very little information, and we've closed our hearts to one another. We think that the entire person's consciousness needs to be revealed in those 15 second stories. A post with I don't know how many characters are allowed in an Instagram caption, but like we think this person's entire consciousness, everything they care about, everything they donate to, everything they support, everything they do in their personal lives is supposedly reflected on this fucking thing we call social media. And we have used this against us to where we have now closed our hearts to one another. And instead of using our hearts, our beautiful hearts that are capable of healing, instead of using them for social justice, for things that matter, for actually helping and doing our part and shining light into the darkness, we instead waste our energy, leaking it into others' businesses. Why are we, why are we meddling into other people's businesses and timeline of, okay, first of all, how we process things. No one's talking about that, right? Like a couple weeks ago, some friends and I were talking about like the very nature of psychology. 
like how people cope with traumatic events in their own timeline, in their own way, and how and when we personally speak up about our lives varies from person to person. It doesn't matter if this person is a public figure or has an audience. That doesn't matter. They're still a person with their own way of coping with trauma or whatever events are happening in their lives right now. So why are we focusing so much on each other when we all have our own platforms? Listen, your life is a fucking platform. Whether you're on social media or not, you still have children or family members or friends you have your community. Your life is a reflection of your platform. We all have our own voices. We all have our own missions. We've all been through different shit. What I care about does not mean you care about the exact same thing. What you've been affected by does not mean I've been affected by it too. It doesn't mean we have the exact same reasoning for supporting different issues. We have our own hearts. We have our own minds. We have our own purpose in this awakening, this fucking crazy awakening that we're going through. And shining a light in this darkness that's always been there but is just now being exposed, we have our own role to play in that. And guess what? If we did the exact same thing, the exact same time, set in the exact same way, we wouldn't make any progress. Because we are all meant to do this differently. Some people are meant to talk about one issue and other people are meant to talk about another. And some people are meant to be activists and some people should continue to use their platform to, I don't know, empower moms or whoever the individuals are. Empower them to change their lives so they can contribute to the bigger picture of life. And some are meant to use their platforms to empower large groups of people. But not one is more important than the other. It is all coming together as pieces of a puzzle. And here's the key, you guys. It's not going to look the same because it's not supposed to. Everyone has a different way of waking up and educating themselves and then helping to educate humanity. Some people, like myself, we speak up right away. Some people, the moment an issue happens, they're ready for a stage and they're ready to speak. Like, I love to say what's on my mind and my heart, like, right away. But some people, they can't do that. They need time to process. Maybe they need days. Maybe they need weeks. But it does not mean they're silent, okay? And I get the argument. I I really do. I get the argument behind when people say if you're silent on an issue, then you've chosen the side of the oppressor. I totally fucking get that. But maybe we should instead be looking at timing, right? Because just because the timing doesn't match someone else's timing, it doesn't mean that person doesn't care. Some people within that moment, maybe they're dealing with cognitive dissonance. And I don't know if you've been through what I call a spiritual awakening where you've had to deal with cognitive dissonance that was excruciatingly painful. But some people need a second to go, whoa, what the fuck is happening here? And they don't need to process it so quickly or even publicly. Some people take action right away, even while staying quiet. Some people don't feel the need to make a post on their social media, but they're out there signing petitions. 
they're out there protesting. They're donating their money. So who the fuck are we to say that just because they're not posting every day and putting their shit out there socially, that they're not doing anything, right? And let's think about it in another way. Let's think about it like some people might be going through something entirely different. Again, I'll use myself as an example, but I'm personally going through some really tough family issues right now. And for a while, I just didn't have the energy to care about what was going on or be on social media all the time. And you know what happened? I was shamed for being silent. But I care, I I mean, I really do care. And when I care, I care hard. And I think that my posts show I care and I'm trying to educate people. It's just that I have some deep personal issues that I also have to focus on too. And other people do as well. I mean, I have a whole other issue to handle. Or maybe like someone is going through the death of a family member right now and isn't able to process all this other shit going on and is only trying to be present for that person, that family member. So instead of doing our own work, which I'm all about, Instead, we just watch others and we shame each other for each other's way of processing and handling things. And we call out those who aren't on board with our message. We call them irresponsible or childish or immature or not doing our societal duties or not caring about others. We're cavalier. As if we created our platforms for people to tell us how to use them and how to live our lives. I mean, I don't know, but did you start your Instagram or your Facebook or your podcast or whatever so that people could tell you what to do with it? Or did you start it for a way to express yourself? Did you start your platform to be a voice for the things you care about and find your community or your tribe or people who care about similar things? I mean, that's what I did. I want people, I wanna be around people who care about the same kind of things I do. And I also want to be around people who have different points of view so that I can absorb their point of view and maybe learn from their point of view. Listen, it comes down to this. We must start showing respect to others and honoring each other's views, opinions, and hearts. Everyone cares about a different movement right now. We're not all on the same page, okay? Some people are down one rabbit hole and others are down another, but everyone plays a role in a different cause. Everyone is part of waking up to different issues. There are so many issues that aren't even in mainstream media right now that people aren't talking about, right? Because they're so hyper-focused on what we think should be fo- they should be focused on that we're not even paying attention to all the other horrors happening in the world right now that just haven't hit mainstream media. And people are allowing media, this drives me nuts. I'm just gonna put this out there because people are allowing the media, which is a whole other story, right? They're allowing the media to determine what they should care about or what's important right now. The fuck? I mean, I can't even comprehend that. I cannot comprehend mainstream media telling me what I should be feeling and how I should be thinking. But when a person could have some, someone literally affected with something that has nothing to do with mainstream media right now, and that's what they're choosing to care about this moment, it just, it's baffling. I mean, everyone is shining a different light in a different corner of darkness. And personally, when I go onto my social media, I don't tell people what to talk about. 
I don't shame people into talking about what's important to me. Oh my God. Can you imagine the fucking mess I would create doing that? I'm just my own being as is everyone else. I respect and honor what others choose to say on their platforms. I respect and honor everyone's timeline by not leaving shaming and nasty comments because everyone has their own self-discovery and their own self-reflections. So pushing an issue down someone's throat isn't going to inspire them. It's only going to cause them to get upset and defensive. This can also apply to your own personal lives. I get a lot of people asking me how they can get their husbands, partners, family, friends, whoever, on the same page with them. And they're like, I play the shame game with that other person so that, you know, they will be on the same page as me. And I'm like, what? (laughs) The way to get someone to even start to see or think of your point of view is not to shame them, but to inspire them to want to see both sides. Listen, you should never force anyone to do something they're not ready to do. You can't force someone to be vegan. You can't force someone to create a vision board or buy crystals or try plant medicine or eat healthier. Workout force creates resistance and negative actions. And with the BLM movement specifically, like, let's go back and just look at that. Do you guys remember how many people came across as inauthentic with the BLM movement? Right? Or what we thought were they were being inauthentic, that they were being inauthentic. And then what happened again? We created the shame spiral out of that, right? But why were we so upset with how certain people handled talking about the topic of black equality? It's because we shamed one another into how it should be done. Forcing our thoughts is not how we should act, you guys. I mean, I have to ask you this question too. Because do you all remember when the actors came out um, and did that video and they were also like uh, remorse about being white? (laughs) How many of you fell for that? Let me ask you a serious question about this. Do you guys really want a bunch of actors? Like think of any issue that comes to mind. I'm not just talking about BLM specifically, but any issue. Do you want a bunch of actors telling you how you should think and feel and then shaming you for not thinking and feeling like them? Or would you rather listen to who I call heart-centered people who are in full alignment with your thoughts and feelings? Change is made when change is inspired, not forced and shoved down your throat. I believe that education is important. Awareness is important. I believe speaking up is important. I believe that activism is important. Waking up is extremely important, but start with you first. Okay, I have a journaling prompt of the fucking century for you. If you're really ready to do some serious, real inner work, this is what you need to journal it. Think this. If I feel like I need to meddle into someone else's life, like telling them how they should be doing things differently, I always ask myself, what part within me that is unhealed and needs love and attention right now? Because I know I am at this moment projecting something that's unhealed. So what part within me am I seeing mirrored in someone else that needs to rise up to the surface for healing? But remember, I said what part within me, not not what part within them, because they're just mirrors to you. So what can I do 
to better my life first, take care of myself, and then take action for the causes and issues that I personally believe in before I venture off and see how others are doing it. Why do I feel the need to escape my own darkness and point out someone else's darkness? Again, what part of me is unhealed and needs my love and attention right now? That's the journaling prompt of the century, my friends. That right there. If you start there, you'll find you still have a lot of inner healing to do before you venture off and force others to heal too. And by doing activism in your own way, this is a really cool thing. So here's where the law of attraction comes in. By doing activism in your own way, you're actually going to attract the people who are ready to learn about an issue and who are ready to do something about that issue. Because it's when we speak up about things that people get educated on it. I really believe that. If you really care about something, please be vocal about it. But if you're vocal about it in your own authentic way and you allow others to be vocal in their own authentic way, it will attract people who are ready. It will attract people who will come into this cause with you. They'll be like, oh my gosh, she's so authentic and she's so powerful. But if you are performing, then guess what? Law of attraction. You attract more performers. And again, is performing change? Is it actual, real change? It's important to do what's in alignment with you. And I want to remind you that the universe or God or whatever your source has designed you to be unique. You are a unique piece of a giant puzzle. We are all just pieces. We belong in different corners, connecting with one another in different ways. And forcing everyone else to become the same piece of the puzzle leaves us incomplete. And incompleteness is why we're so fucking wounded and broken in the first place. Anyway, I really just wanted to get this out and really speak about this. I don't hear too many people talking about it. I mean, I don't hear too many people discussing the shame game because all I'm seeing is a game that is spiraling way out of control. Thanks to groupthink, right? It's all groupthink. No one's individually thinking. And I want to use this episode to inspire the healing in this shame spiral for anyone who needs it. And if this episode triggered you in any way, good. I'm so glad that it did. It means it's making you think. It means you needed to hear this message to heal something within you, right? Something's being mirrored back at you right now. And if this episode resonated with you in a way, in any way and made you say yes, then please share it. I would appreciate it so much. No pressure though. I honor your timing. Not everyone is meant to hear this message. I understand. But if you believe you were meant to hear this, then please pass it on. I so appreciate you sharing this podcast. I personally choose to use my voice for what I authentically believe in. I personally support the halt of child trafficking. I personally support human lives, no matter what color the skin. I personally support our right to protect our freedoms and continue to have a choice over our lives. I personally support our police and our military, the men and women who put their lives on the line every fucking day. In fact, I've got a little tip for you. A great organization you can support is Operation Underground Railroad. It's an incredible organization who is very aware of what's going on in the world and is doing something to help. So check them out, guys. And you know, before I end this podcast, I want to tell you that I've personally done my research on every topic I use my voice to speak out on, including the dark hole of the pedophile rings. And I always figure out how to do my part. 
Shaming people does not help a cause. And you know, here's my thoughts on the BLM movement. I think the BLM movement is only a group of people who shame others. It's not helping in any cause. They're just people who go out, they get into people's faces, they go into people's neighborhoods, they personally just in their face shame other people. Shame just attracts shame. So why would we want to continue that? Where is the real purpose of that? Also, I do believe that COVID's a real virus, okay? I have just personally chosen to learn how to live with it, and I do my research about it, and I educate people with my research. I do not choose to hide in fear because it's going to stick around. It's a virus. Viruses don't magically just disappear. The flu has never magically disappeared, and I'm sorry, even if you get a vaccine, that's not a guarantee that you don't get the flu. So I believe COVID is real. I wear my mask because it's mandatory, not because I'm afraid. But I also know that I'm taking risks when I do things like travel. I'm surrounding myself with other people who take risks, right? (sighs) I mean, I was recently shamed for traveling back in July. I was made to feel like I didn't care for others. And I was made to feel that way from members of my own family. I was literally told to stay away from them when I purposely went to visit them, even though I would wear my mask. And no, I don't wear my mask when I'm outside. I mean, that's just fucking stupid, right? Your body requires fresh air and oxygen. It does not require to be continuously breathing germs from your exhaled CO2. I, like everyone else, am just trying to figure out how to live with this rather than letting irrational fear, mainstream media fear, control me and paint the narrative of what I should think and feel about this virus. And just because I don't talk about one thing on my social platform doesn't mean I don't care. It doesn't mean I don't know what I'm talking about and I trust the same for you. I trust that you have your own path and that you have your own life and you're doing your own thing. Keep being your own authentic puzzle piece because guys, you matter in this puzzle. I love you guys so much, seriously. I I really do, I love you all. And with that being said, I'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspo by following me on Instagram at the.anastasia.project. But you can find all my social links in the episode description. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode.